guys, welcome to episode 13 of I Am Comics Podcast. I am Josh Casper, and with me is... JJ Kirby, a.k.a. the Bizarre Mobo Jumbo. Holla at your peoples. What up, JJ? What's up, Mexican ghost? Ooh. How you feeling? Boop. Yeah. Feeling rather spookish. La boop. La boop. I was <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my Spanish is, is not on Paramount. Yeah. Um, we had something we were going to talk about today, but I had a, I told you that I wanted to ask you something, like a little question first. You know, I like you prepping me before. I like to do it, do it raw, like, like old dirty bastard. You get the one prep and then you get the freaking, the not prep. I so, know, um, go ahead, hit him up with this it. question was pretty much, I had like a conversation with my friend yesterday. It's Beautiful. what do you think is more, um, or why is like Superman and Spider-Man like, can almost be the same character. Like, you can almost compare them, kind of. Like, because Superman is the god, and he can kill you at any time. But he lives by morals and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is the same. He's not a god, but he was a man-made spider. You know, he's a, he turned into a spider because he got bit. So, but he can also... I feel that he can kill you at a moment's notice because he's just holding back his power. <laughs> like, I, I feel... And plus, he lives by that whole, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, okay, so... What's your question? So it's just like, do you feel that they're both almost the same, but they're like, you know, there's just those little differences? Like, what's the importance of both of them? All right, all right, homie, let me let me spit at you, all right, because uh, that question sounds like you're kind of high. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty high. I, I ain't mad at you. Check with me, check with me. All right, um, for one, Spider-Man and Superman aren't the same, you know. Yeah. Before Superman was the first superhero. He was the first uh, to be putting on a cape. Uh, boots, you know, bright colors and shit, iron on, iron on, on chest, yeah. you know, he was the first, so that was amazing for DC, and DC was like, you know, the, the only comic book game running at that time, Yeah. then when Marvel came around and did their thing, it was like, oh, okay, you know, they dropped the Fantastic Four, but Spider-Man was like their first teenage hero, you know, because before that, he, you know, uh, heroes were like adults, and yeah. they had sidekicks, and Spider-Man was the first to be like, nah, son, you know... I'm nobody's sidekick. I'm 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 the hero. And teenagers re- related to that, like, yo, son, yeah, the yeah, teenager yeah. can be a fucking like superhero. Just Robin like, know, taking over. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Robin being his own man. You know, or or, or uh, Wally West. You know, Kid Flash being uh, uh, his own man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without without trying to work worrying about a legacy. Yeah. You know to live up to. So like you know that separates them off off, off the bat. Uh, well, like I said, one's Marvel, one's DC. Yeah. Um, teenager, adult, and then it's like, um, like the, the problems they have to deal with. Way different. Like you know, Superman's on some like, I'm I'm I'm, I'm coming to Earth uh, as a kid, raised as, as a Kansas a kid. Yeah. And then it's like I got a mom and pop who loves me, and I I got a farm boy, but I got superpowers, and I want you to, I, just, it, I, I want to do the right thing with it. Yeah. So that's that's popular. But that but that's why though, if you didn't meet the Kents, he probably wouldn't have been that like noble but that's his story he did and it's no, like, yeah. I feel like that's just like your well, yeah, story yeah, 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 your yeah. story is what it is it, yeah. you know any fact you're gonna change it but in this reality whatever yeah. we're, we're dealing with your, the reality well, that's shared you are what you and, are and, and in this reality this story is what it was yeah. same with spider-man he got bit by a spider yeah. and got these powers and so like he he's 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 in a shared reality where he, his decisions make up who he is. Yeah. And that's the beauty of a comic book. You get a, a consistent continuity until they fuck with it. 
other than that, it's just like it's it's a consistent continuity. Yeah. So you're like you can believe it, you can write, you can escape to their world and be down with them because they have a consistent storyline going on. Yeah. You know who these characters are. When they try to change them, like they did in the new fifty two, it made Superman more emo or more realistic or whatever, or more violent or more or angry or whatever. It, it's yeah. just it didn't work. And fans was like, screw that. You know, we want the old Superman, yeah, the one yeah, with yeah. morals, we want the one that won't kill that doesn't we don't have to worry about that because it's like he just that's his that's his credo he's just like you or me yeah i'm not gonna kill you you don't have to worry about that i don't think you sweat at night thinking jj's gonna stab you up <laughs> you know what i mean because i could just like you know superman use a laser yeah. beams or, or, or spider-man choosing to web you up those are moral decisions that these characters just ain't gonna do yeah just like you wouldn't do unless you're pressured or put in a certain situation where you have to question those morals yeah. which makes interesting storytelling so it's like because of that that's they're separate. They're they're they're, they're unique and they're relevant on their own on their own level. So yeah. so that so to think that they're um, parallel, like no, they're just some of the earlier characters. It's, it's, to, to me, it's just like, like, they, like they, they can both like they can both kill you at any minute. Right? But it's but see that's that's a bleak way of looking at these worlds. You can think of that, you know, yeah. like that, that's like a. I don't know what is it villain victim stance or something like that. Like oh, they can kill me at any moment. Or you yeah. can look at it and be like, wow, these cats, you know, are are dope. And like you know, can protect me. Or you look at it like you know, damn. I see how these cats um, have a leg up on some levels. Yeah. And on some levels, they have a you know, they're just regular people like me. And it's like they still have to deal with some extra shit. That's what makes Spider-Man cool because he was a teenager. Yeah. Dealing with uh, these 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 powers, which give him a certain responsibility all of a sudden. But it was still, after his uncle died. After like, his uncle died. That's when he started. But doing it's not. All but that. it's not. But it's not about that. And what it is is like you know, he has to deal with uh paying bills yeah. because his aunt may lived on a tight tight budget yeah and so bills were coming in and then peter would get word of that and she she was trying to keep it from him so that's why he was out hustling taking pictures doing what you know dealing with paying the rent yeah helping his aunt may she's getting older you know you know she misses well, out well and then there you see they both had the same job clark Ooh. cannon peter parker well it's like we they, um, but that, but, that, but Kent went at it, at it a different way. He didn't take pictures of Superman to sell them because he just no, went he's on. He's a reporter. Yeah. He's not a photographer. Yeah, he went, he went to Jimmy Olsen for that. Yeah. So they're two different jobs. But it's it's in the same like, it's in the, the same field. In the news it's just field. like if Batman and Superman were an inker and a writer. You're like, you uh, but, know. well, well, I will say this. Um, yeah, if you want to be like that, you know, they work in the news, but like a lot of um, and like it's a different type of news because Parker, like you said, is a photographer and he's the one who. It made sense. He, he, though. Yeah. It made sense. He needed a way to make cash to help pay for the rent. And he was like, what can I do? And, and so I can't do something that's going to take up all... I can't get a job at KFC yeah. that's going to take up all my time because I might have to do some web slinging. So it's like, what do people I want? fight crime and What do they want? The they want the demand for uh for Spider-Man pictures. And I ain't let nobody take no pictures of me because I'm Spider-Man. Yeah. So he's just like, you, you know better what? Better I can take, the pictures I can take pictures of my own self. Yeah. I can take selfies. Right. And then sell them to the news. But he was a hustler. Was he the, was he the he originator was of the selfie? No, he was the originator <laughs> of the selfie. He was hustling like a motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like I said, yeah. he, Peter Parker was gangster. Yeah. You know, for, for, for a nerdy looking white dude doing his thing in the city and stuff. But it's, yeah. like, he had, but it's like, he played it cool. He put the mask on. He didn't know his identity. Nobody ever figured out who the fuck he was. Yeah. You know what Until I mean? Until he did it himself. Until he did it himself. Yeah. And so it's just like, damn, you know, for that alone, it's like, wow, son, that, that's a big up. Yeah. So su- Superman's identity has always been on the on the map. You know, everybody knows, like, you know, who he, he, he wears well, no mask. Well, you know Clark Kent no is ma- Superman. He wears right? no mask. Yeah. But Clark Kent is his mask. Yeah. When he wants to hide, he puts on Clark Kent's face. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Hides in the populace and shit and does his thing at the newspaper reporter. Lives his life. Does his thing. Yeah, he just becomes regular. That's his mask. Part. Yeah. When he takes the mask off, it's like Superman. Like, I'm opening up the button up, son. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm fucking Superman now. That's what he does. That's what that is. You know? So, so, like, so really he's kal and then he's Clark. He, yeah, yeah. He plays Clark. Yeah. He is kal That's like That's like... Bruce Wayne. Because Superman is just like, like, like um, Batman spends more time as Bruce Wayne. So you have to say, you have to say that. I mean, as Batman. Yeah. That Bruce Wayne is his mask. But yeah, they, they reference that a lot in the, all you know the I mean? time. It's like, you know, you need to put your mask back on. And he's like, what do you mean? He's all like, right. your Bruce Wayne mask. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, that that that's always been like spoken. Yeah, that's real, that's that's real talk. That's why I like comics. You know, the psychology behind it, the realness behind it. Yeah. It's like the when you have different writers and artists come in and throw their little two cents into the pot, it changes the flavor a little bit. But if they all stand true to who the character, for better is, or for worse, right? But if you stand true to who the character is, oh, yeah. that's that character living his life and it's reflective of us in our daily life. You know, like oh, he's going through a slump because his writer's whack yeah. and his artist is boo boo. That's like you, like, man, it was a bad year. Yeah, you know what I mean. But then you get a good writer. A good, good artist on you, like damn, this is amazing. You know, you be like, damn, that was a good ass year. And hey, uh, speaking of good artists, uh, this goes in perfectly to the next question. Mm-hmm. Alex Ross, we're gonna talk about the man. Um, uh-huh. I, I think he's, he's not like the best because there's so many great. I can't ever say that like, there's a single best artist to me because there's so many great ones. You can have a favorite, but you can't you, be the best. Yeah, I know, like you can. So I would probably say Alex Ross is like one of my favorites. But um, his work is just, I remember when I saw comics, dude, like I just opened his stuff up and I was like, wow, this to me was like as real as I thought a comic could get. Cause I didn't know, that was like the only thing I could, you know, get my hands on. Well, it, explain, it was, explain to the people what you're talking about. Well, Alex, Alex Ross, the book I'm talking about you're is- You're talking about the artist Alex Ross yes. and his painting style, the way he, what he brought to the industry, like nothing seen before. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'll say this. People have done and tried realistic, uh, their realist paintings of superheroes and like you know uh, models you know and stuff yeah. like that people can throw down no doubt but Alex Ross is one of the first to come in and put it down consistently yeah. you know for for store for for stories for trades and novels and graphics and stuff like that yeah. to give you a, a slice of a comic book realism uh, that you've never seen before each page to me is like looking at those like old school like you know those Victorian paintings you know those course, books that have all those old paintings basically yeah. trained yeah. people. Uh, it's it like he, he was classically trained, I think, also. But, but it was, I, yeah, it's like you look at each painting and it, or I mean, each page, and it's drawn perfect, like just beautiful, but it's a story. Yeah. So it's just a story that plays out beautifully, no matter what kind of stories he makes. But and also, like, the man, how many actual books has he, like, draw, like drawn on the whole thing and just, like, man, as, as opposed his, to just cover art? His catalog is, is deep. I will say, like, um,. <clears throat> When it comes to like the, the covers he's done, like say, yeah. he's touched so many and done so much and still does so much that it's just, it's like, wow, I, I collect his art books. Uh, I, I want to be able to let you check for them. I think these are some of the imageries that you've never seen of yeah. him. You may talk about them and be familiar with them from his run on certain books like Kingdom Come yeah. um, and Marvels. But I will say, you need to check for some of his other, like, like look at some of these books yeah. and, and tell me what you see and how, how you relate to it because honestly, his shit is mind blowing. You know what I mean? It's like when you when you, the detail that he shows in his artwork, the realism that it it, it has. It's, it's almost like a Norman Rockwell uh, de- 
eye for detailing. You know, he uses re- models, references. It's fucking amazing, costumes. dude. Like, he was one of the, those cats who did it in a way where um, he put the costumes on them. Yeah. Like, 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 like they made them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, Not yeah, just yeah, painted yeah. on the body. Yeah. It was like he draw. He ain't just drawing muscles. He's drawing cloth over muscles. Yeah. So you can see wrinkles, you can see stitching and everything, but he doesn't draw it in a way where it looks corny and homey. Oh, yeah, like when, when he beats up his fucking heroes, they look beat up, man. Yeah. Like they, those fights that he does with Superman, Shazam, he, he like, was, oh. He was the first they're... to draw Batman. In my, and I think, like, he's the first to draw Batman with yeah. uh, bruises on his body when yeah. he takes his shirt off to show, like, all the beatings he's took. Yeah. Before that, nobody's really ever hit him up like that, I don't think. But, like, you know... Alex Ross did it anyway. We're like, damn, this motherfucker got whipped. And then the funny thing is right now, um, well, you guys can't see, but JJ's holding like five big ass books. They're all Alex Ross. You know, one of them's Kingdom Come. Most of them, I believe, are just his artwork. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. These books are big as hell. The cover of this one is just fucking dope. Oh, the cover is just every DC hero freaking on there. It's amazing. But there's one of the pages that JJ flipped through, which I'm sure a lot of people of you will notice. Um, is the classic Joker and Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, they, yeah. they use that in the Suicide Squad, like, for that quick moment. That's a There's a part, yeah, yeah, where Joker's in the, like, uh, Black, tuxedo, yeah, tuxedo, and Harley Quinn's in the old school, yeah, like, the red, and, suit, yeah. And just right over him like that. Yeah, he's the guy who made that painting. Iconic. Like, yeah, iconic, man. Made that, Every, made that visual so dope. Everybody sees it now, but not a lot of people know who did it. Alex Ross did it. Amazing freaking just wow. He, he makes the classicness of DC fresh and believable for what and timeless and universal. Yeah. So it's just like I know that so he can draw characters uh, like Superman with his underwear on the outside. He can draw Batman old school and then all the DC characters when they used to wear their underwear on the outside. Yeah. And and then like it just looks right. Yeah, it looks yeah, believable. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looks superhero. It looks heroic. It looks like iconic. It's like that's what they're supposed to look like. Yeah. Because I know. Nowadays, everybody's trying to do the thing where all this like this militarized Takashi. We give them ribbits and uh, all kind of like you know buckles and pouches and buck you know zippers and stuff like that. And Alex was just like, "Look, I'm just gonna draw this shit and make it look make it look like it's supposed to look." Yeah. He makes you pull your pants up. Yep. You know, like you pull your pants up, straighten your collar up, boy. Yeah. You know, you're looking sloppy. But uh, yeah, you, you should you should check this. Uh, just just flip through some of these pictures, like some of these books, and just see what you what you. What you just, just look at what you see, you know, because I don't think you ever seen it. That uh, book right there has a lot of this, so. lot of this classic DC. Um, just even like looking at the Shazam pictures, like wow, man, it's it's the classic suit, but it makes it look like in, good in the times mm-hmm. now. Like you know, like mm-hmm. you could wear the '50s type suit, but rock it you in this day it. and age. It looks believable because of, yeah, it looks very believable and it doesn't look corny or yeah. anything yeah. it's freaking like wow yeah. dude his design sense that's why a lot of uh, main, mainstream uh companies go to him yeah for designs you know um because he's dope and nice. if like anybody i will say he has one of those things where he can draw something and make it look incredible dope design something that makes it, it just looks amazing yeah but then when other people try to draw it it doesn't work as well Oh, it's, you know, the man, it, it's, you know, not, it's, it's not the same. The touch. It, it, loses, it loses a, a layer of a flavor. Yeah. You know, that's like uh, he did his own book with at, at Dynamite Studios and I loved it. Yeah. Because I love the designs and the characters he's creating. They had a sense of like classic um, nostalgia to them. Yeah. Like they were old school characters. But then it's like. But they they came back and they're new and they're relevant and it's like they're fresh and you want to get to know 
each and every one of them. Yeah. Like, who are these characters? Like, wow, like they, they existed and I didn't know they were there. I want to know about it. So um, his characters and everything are, are the situation where like they look fresh. They look like, like you, I want to get to know them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but a lot of people didn't, didn't buy the book. Cause I guess it wasn't enough hype around it. Uh, it wasn't sexy enough or it, it just looked like the artist on it looked like it was too it wasn't him. It, 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 it wasn't him, yeah. and it looked like like his homie did it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he looked, he looked like you know like Alex Ross kind of like, and I and I'm not, Alex Ross light. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. know, and it's, and it's not and it wasn't even like it was just like it was like it was, it was like yeah, but it's like not even dissing homeboy. Homeboy was a solid artist and he and he did his thing, but um, you just can't if, compare. You can't compare. And if Alex Ross did it, oh my god, it would have yeah. been amazing. Um. But, you know, it is what it is. Like this character right here, like he had his own spin on like the Blue Beetle, but the way he did it, he, he flipped it. looks badass. Right? And then like, even his like, his patriotic spirit, his Captain America type, you know, or whatever the, like, it's like an invisible man draped an American flag. Yeah. And it's like the, like the Phantom or something. That shit is dope. It's, 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 you need well, to- say, say some of the titles check, that, because I can see it on the out. book in the uh -huh. front cover, it tells you some of the titles that he's worked on. Oh, these, since he's like for Dynamite yeah. Studios, yeah, he's done coverage for Vampirella, uh, what is it? The Green Hornet. The Green Hornet, and then uh, it's like, uh, his own, the, his the, own The book. Phantom? Oh yeah, The Phantom. I remember that movie. <laughs> uh, what is it? The Bionic Man. Bionic Man. Kirby, all, Kirby's Genesis. All, Kirby's all, Genesis. All those, dude. He lent his, he's lent his, his skills to all those situations. Yeah, Dynamite was pretty much like the old school guys, right? Like Sandman and like... Um, was it the spider or something like that? Yeah, or? yeah. They, they, were, they were they were doing the the classic uh, what do you call the noir detective? Yeah, yeah. They were, they were trying to bring him back guys. with yeah. that with that flair. Like Alex Ross was with cats, and when he draws in that he draws in that style, it makes you be like, oh, this is it's amazing. Like you, you need to you need to check for like who are these? Kids? They make them relevant. It makes them seem like you know they're, they're outside the block. You know, they, love, they exist. <laughs> I love this. I'm flipping through the DC Alex Ross book. And there's a picture of Queen where they're uh, all taking pictures like in the Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Rhapsody. Yeah, 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 Queen cover. Yeah, it says that he took uh, inspiration from that, and that's how he did the Justice League pose. Ooh. Oh yeah, where like they're all silhouetted yeah. with up with the. Uh, they're all with they're their hands, like their hands across their chest, yeah. just looking at you like awesomely. And then yeah. uh, what is it? The stretch? Is it a Plastic Man? Plastic Man. Yeah, Plastic Man's neck is just like all the way stretched next to Superman. It's badass. Right, brings like, comedy to it. That's just cool that you know he was inspired by Queen to do. Nice. Like it, that's a cool thing that like artists. Have any like hip hop albums or any albums that all ever like inspired you to do something like that? Like just to draw something and be like, all right, I know. Um, I'll take you, it from you know that. what? I will say this: uh, Parliament Funkadelic back in the day did an album cover where like all the album covers were. Yeah, I've seen those. Like yeah, those are awesome. And they had one on there where like Sir knows. Um, I love the artist who did. I, I don't remember his name, but I remember seeing those those characters and those cartoony uh, sequential uh, funk Funkadelic, you know, yeah. comics sequences that they had on, yeah. on the back of the album covers and stuff. And they had one with a, a bird with his mouth open flying at you. And it just always, my, my cousin Scotty, uh, Little John, big up Scotty, uh, drew a picture of it and posted it on the refrigerator or whatever. And I just remember <laughs> staring at that motherfucker forever. And it's like, it just, it just, it just spoke to me. It, yeah. it shows dynamic freshness, style, uh, believability, you know, a warped sense of humor. Yeah. It, it shows so much, you know, coolness in it. And it was so simple to draw, you know. You do, you know. It's like it's like some triangles here, with a little bird body off here to show force perspective. I'm like, yeah, I absorbed it, and and it really woke me up to like adding style and flavor in my in my in my artwork. Yeah, don't be afraid to like you know push it, draw a big beak, little body, 
it forces yeah, a perspective, yeah. you know. Uh, it, it woke my mind up, so like that. That was one that 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 ill for me. Um, yeah, Sir Nose was a character like he was like Serano the the Bergerac, but he was black. You know, so he had like the long, like penis looking nose, like yeah. a dildo nose, and he goes sniffing around for chicks. <laughs> so, you know, he was all pimped out and everything. Poking around with dildo nose? Yeah, right. yeah, the original Humpty Hump. And so, um, I remember, uh, <laughs> I remember that dude on album covers also, like, just like, like, like I said, same artist just drawing like big feet, yeah. you know, just like stepping towards the camera. And I just, I just remember this warped perspective of like, that's, it's always like it's coming to you. It's just it's just fresh. It just yeah, seems yeah, it just yeah. seems it, it looked interesting, looked dynamic. So the Parliament Funkadelic album covers were one that definitely inspired me. Yeah. I know that and, and Kiss did a uh, not Kiss but uh, the Rolling Stones one year did a a dragon yeah. with with the Kiss lips the logo. Really? You know it was like a, I think it was on a T-shirt, but they used it as a movie poster, not a movie poster, but a concert poster and everything like that. Yeah. And I remember looking at that poster and just, it, with it, I had it on a t-shirt and I just, oh, it was my favorite. Yeah. And I loved it. It was like the colors, the style. It was just like, it was like taking something that's you've seen traditionally. Yeah. I remember seeing dragons and like little, you know, storybooks and stuff like that. But to take, to take it and cartoon it out and fresh it out and make it like. It looked awesome. It was like it was, anime yeah. fresh before any of that. Yeah. Look at that. Uh, well, yeah, right there. Flipping, I'm still flipping through the book of Alex Ross and I got to the Hanna-Barbera part. Woo! He drew a bunch of them. Well, he drew all of them. I want that at the poster. Oh, I, I don't it. think he has a... Oh, yeah, Space Ghost is right he there. Yeah, Space Ghost right there. Yeah, he, yeah. he got the body all in white. Yeah, because he's all in white. He's yeah. all in white and it's against a white background, but he's like, he's flying in front of characters. What, 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 so what are these called? The bleep, the bleep, bleep the, thing? The bleep, bleep and gloop? Yeah. From the, uh, from the Herculoids. I love it. He got the things. Herculoids up in there. He got uh, it's Black Vulcan up in there. The, he got the Marvin, Wonder Twins. Uh, Jan and the monkey. Uh, was it Falcon? Oh, Falco? Birdman. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, Blue Falcon. Blue Falcon. Yeah, Blue Falcon and Dino Mutt. Right, right, right. Damn. Yeah, it says them on right here. Shazam. You even had Shazam on there. He got the, the Galaxy Trio. Damn, he got everybody. Yeah, he does. It's like he's one of those artists that just takes it there. Yeah. It's like he, he's just like, look, you you hire him, you gotta pay. Oh yeah, yeah. But he'll give it to you. And That's you know it. Look I've at that Joker, man. I've, I've seen his stuff at Comic Con. Like, just they, they sell, man. He has his own. Uh, this year, he had his own gallery. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember walking through it, and I saw that painting of the Batman. Of a, it's Bruce Wayne without his shirt. Yeah. But you see his back, and he's looking at a mirror, and he's stitching himself up. Yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. But it's in black and white, yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was badass. That thing, I think, was like a couple hundred or thousand dollars. He had um. Plates, cause yeah. I guess he, he does a lot of plates. He yeah. draws on the plates. Yeah, they're badass though. Those things are were worth like a couple thousand as well. He had um just big paintings like this one of just the Joker's face yeah. would probably be on sale for like maybe five thousand, yeah. maybe more. Uh, dude, he had like just black and white images that were for seven thousand. He had like the man is like his own art gallery. He just he, he needs to open one up or He's something, amazing. man. Cause... Like I said, when he did that book with dynamite, um. He could have just did the penciling. Yeah. He could paint the covers, design all the shit, and just his layouts are so tight. His 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 layout, his pencil layouts are so tight and incomplete that he could just just do those. Also, love somebody the, swamp, just the swamp thing. Like, oh, and he even got his own version of the Watchmen. Oh yeah, he drew everything. Yeah, he, like he like I said, he's he's been locked down with DC uh, after they do a Kingdom Come. Yeah, he's touched everybody. And, uh, and he's, and he's such a nostalgic 
head. Look at look at this remake of the um, classic um, Infinity, not Infinity. Um, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Crisis on Infinite Earths yeah. cover that he painted over. That's freaking The detail in this motherfucker. He drew all these little, every character Even in the, the DC TV, universe. Like right here in the back, everything. Every, it is like, it's, it's, it's like you open, oh, it's like, wow. it, it, you flip it over, it's like it's all four panels and shit. The monitor, the fucking anti-monitor, everything. everybody, man. And, and Alex Pariah, Ross Payne. you got, wow, dude. It's mind-blowing. And then it's like the sheer detail in, the, in, the, in like, Consistency, the the, uh, yeah, the the note detail on all of all these characters. Does he also color? Because I always wonder that. Does he color? He colors these? all that, right? All, all this you look yeah, at. Yeah, all that is his. Right? All this you look at. Is, he does all his own stunts. Okay. So he backflip off the mattress. Yeah, he does his own stunts. You never knew. You thought somebody else was coloring this shit for you? No, not wow. like I did and I did wow. it because I was like, I'm, I'm sure the man can Tell color it, it but then I'm I, sure but then I was man. like. Well, I was like, like, dude, he draws about, like a shit ton. Does he have the time? Like, does he have the time to do it? I'm about to backhand you. Hey, I'm, about, I'm about to give you one, two, Fuck judo it. chop. How you that? What? Fuck wow. It. Yeah, no. <laughs> he does all this shit. Coloring, the design, art, everything. This is this is from. I met him once. He was a cool cat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I remember it was years ago. Uh, I want to say I met him through Tom Rainey. Big up, Tom. But um, yeah. But like I so said, he was a cool cat, and I was like, man, this, this cat has been yeah. throwing it down heavy, for, you know, since he's been in the industry, just, just inconsistent. He's the one of those cats who seems like, oh, he's getting older, and his style's getting weak, oh, or like it's not relevant, or um, it looks corny. He's like, this is my land, and nobody fits in this motherfucker. Yeah. And I drive this bitch. Yep. I drive it till the wheels fall off. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, damn, you know. He's like, I drive it till the wheels fall off. I, 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 hey, hey. I'm looking at this other picture where it's Superman equals Jesus, but he drew both of them. So he drew Superman next to Jesus. It just looks awesome. <laughs> I, I never thought I'd see that picture. Yes. Superman and yes. Jesus next yeah, to each other. Yeah, the story that he came, he like, born, came yeah. yeah, he has the story of the Messiah and the son of Krypton. Like, he's using both of them to compare. The like, yeah, that's awesome. And then his, his version of the older Superman is one of my favorites. Oh, this, yeah. This goes to what, uh, what we wanted to talk about was Kingdom Come. Mm-hmm. To, to me, one of his like great DC stories. It was uh, drawn by him and written by Mark Wade. Amazing. It was four, right four volumes, right? Four big books. You got the hardback right here. Yeah. Kingdom Come, the leather bound. You know what I mean? Like, they was hitting them up. It looked like a Bible, dude. Is that what it was supposed that's to look awesome. like? That is that awesome. right? That was genius. It's a picture of the specter in the front. Ooh, with the preacher right the there. Preacher looking right like, there. Like, like the specter wow. visiting the preacher in church. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Kingdom Come. This is the Bible. This is the DC. This Bible, was supposed right? to be the uh, what was it? The them, them telling the, the the future of the DC universe. Yeah, and they were like, "Yo, what can we do to tell the future of the DC universe? What, how would it end? Or what can we do?" And it's like they hit up like you know, Alex Ross and Mark Ray. But what would you do? And they're like, "You know what? We'll we'll, we'll tell this, and we're gonna take it there." Yeah, and, you know, you know, it's just like, it could be like an Elseworlds, and I think that's what it's supposed to be. But it's one of those things where they told it so beautifully, so yeah. eloquently that it's like DC was like. We gotta, we gotta keep it, you know, because usually the Else worlds are stories that deal with an else somewhere else, yeah, but that yeah, parallels yeah. one of the alternate realities, yeah. and so they can do whatever the fuck they want, and twist it however they want, and not mess with the mainstream. But if they do it so well, like the Killing Joke, yeah, <laughs> when you do it so well, yeah. DC's like, man, we gotta put that up in that continuity, son. That shit is, that shit is fire. Yeah, you know, yeah, this this book is freaking amazing, man. It's. To start it off, it's pretty much, um, what is it, a, a man's dying 
and he sees the Armageddon coming. Mm. And he's talking to his preacher friend. Uh, I, I forget his name. You but, know the preacher is well, actually well, modeled after Alex Ross's father. Really? Yeah. It's like it's like his father. That's his father. He's like, yeah, I'm a, uh, I think his father's a preacher uh, and runs the church and everything like that. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna use my dad for the reference. It just worked out perfectly. It did. It's it's awesome. It's um. But he he's talking to the the man who's dying on a, on the bed, who later like becomes his friend, and he reveals to him that he used to be the Sandman. Mm-hmm. So he tells mm-hmm. him he's all like, and then the preacher's just like, whatever, man. You're just a kooky old man or whatever. But he um. Pretty much these visions that he's telling him of Armageddon is what's going to happen between a big fight between um, super, all, the all the superheroes, like every single DC one. And um, the guy just shrugs it off, whatever. And then he starts just walking around the city and he starts seeing what has become of heroes now because Superman is gone. Superman is not here. He's, uh, he's a bit older, but he's just not here anymore. Batman is a different thing. Uh, Wonder Woman is gone as well. It gave way to new heroes. Yeah. So the, the the new school, I guess you would say, the ones who like didn't really care about the morals that say Superman would, or just about defending the city, but they cared more about just being fun and stopping villains. Right, right. And not really caring they, about the they people. They would pick up a bus of people and throw it at somebody if it felt that it was justified to me. Yeah. You know, They'll kill all the goes. people on the bus if they're like, all right, it's going to stop the guy. That's yeah. cool. That's not what Superman was about. That's no, not what Wonder no, Woman no. That's not what any of that was about. Hey, yeah, hold, hold that thought right quick. I want to just a little, a little play if you didn't know that uh, when they came up with this storyline, it was commentary for comic, the state of comic books at the moment. Which was like you have image and all these young and you know like hot and, and hot and fresh artists and writers yeah. coming up doing like having all these like you know characters like blood kill and kill blood and yeah, it was yeah. it was it was basically their way of saying uh, we need the old school characters like Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman to come back yeah. to train these newer newer heroes that are like that are like, like image characters yeah. like 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 with young blood and like you know uh, Pitt and all these other hardcore characters that are good guys that will kill you yeah. They're like that was it was commentary on that. So that's like in in Kingdom Come, they had these characters be like the future characters that are taking over everything. And had you know less than scrupulous morals. Yeah. You know, be that as the commentary. Then they have the good guys come back because in Kingdom Come, they have the good guys come yeah, back. It's, they their it's, way. It's that moment. They're like they come back. Yeah. So they can show the young motherfuckers, this is what's happening. And you, you know, you, you this is how you do it. And Superman is as you know is. The biggest yeah. badass, you know, of all of them. And for him to be away is like, you got to come back. Son. Yeah, yeah, it's you, know, you got to spank that butt. He does, and he does come back. It's almost at the end of the first book, because mm-hmm. uh, he's already older. He's like what, probably in his fifties. That's what he looks. He, yeah, had, yeah. he has like the gray hair. He's wearing the overalls. He got the, he got the he's gray working on the farm. He's back, he's back to the I mean, uh, Wonder Woman is older too, but he's, damn, she still looks good. Like, yeah, she, she, yeah, pretty much. Look at Linda Carter. She got the gray little like streak. Yeah. Of hair, but it's just, it looks amazing. Yeah. And then it's, I mean, I, yeah, like all that. of them, they just look great. He, but he, he aged them appropriately where they're still classic. They, he didn't yeah. have to revise their costumes, change their head. He kept them great as they are, but he gave them subtle touches up on the costume changes. Like Superman's S is a little different. It's, it's more stylized. It's black now. It's black yeah, yeah. and red. And yeah. he's wearing the underwear and you don't even care, but he looks care, freaking amazing. Right? Like, it looks uh, awesome that's, that's, as hell. That's his fucking uniform. Yeah. You see the red cape, you got the S on the chest, and, and the underwear, it's like you hit, he hit, he's hitting those notes. It's not yeah. a yellow belt and yellow behind the, the symbol. Like, it's black and Hawk red Man, and blue. Hawkman just looks freaking amazing, dude. Like Ooh. he's... Yeah. He, he like he like a he like a uh, Egyptian a guy. bird man. Yeah, he's a bird. You know what I mean? The Flash. 
movie. I love this version of the Flash. Vibrating so fast yeah. and he's just blurry. Yeah, he's just a red blur with yeah. like little lightning and red. then the hat with the wheels. Oh, yeah. yeah the helmet. Like, yeah, the Jay Garrick uh, Flash helmet. And then, of course, my favorite one. I mean, uh, Wonder Woman looks awesome too, but my favorite one is the Green Lantern. Uh, it's just the armor. older Green Lantern yeah, with the suit of armor. Jordan. He looks like a king, and he's wearing, and he has a sword, like a Green Lantern. He, he made the like ring king a sword. Arthur, you know yeah. what I mean? He, he, looks like, he looks like somebody who's like, yo, son, I run a kingdom. You know? Yeah, it looks amazing. And then Batman as well. Uh, Batman's design is pretty cool because it does ma uh, like match with what would happen to him, right? He's older. He's just old as hell. He's, he's beat robotics, up. Yeah, right. And it's like, but the robotics in the suit is more like a body armor that holds he's, him up. He's, he's wearing like back braces, neck braces, and like shoulder braces. And he's, he's, he's wearing an exoskeleton pretty much because he just has been he's so beat up. up. So up, when like, he when he does down the Batman suit, it's more robotic. Like armor, like Tony yeah, Stark. Yeah, it's more armor because he can't take off his, like, all the crap that's, you know, holding up his bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, even, like, it's cool because even in that, in the Kingdom Come, um, Batman City is pretty much all controlled by robots now. Like, he has a bunch of Batman oh, yeah. robots that just take control. Drums. So he doesn't really have to do anything. And then, um... The Flash is so fast that he's running around yeah. his city like like a, like a beam of light yeah. that constantly takes watch over everything. So can't nobody do nothing. Yeah, he's, he's evolved to he's like always, that form. Yeah. It's, it's um we forgot to mention that the fact that Superman leaves is because of a villain named is Magog, right? Magog. Magog. Okay, I always pronounce Magog it. Magog is the new cat who comes on the scene. Who uh, he kills the Joker, I think. Yeah, he, he kills and, the Joker and, and, after and, the Joker does something to he, he, somebody. I forget. Yeah, he blows up. Uh, what was it? He blows up. Either school, Daily or... Planet. I want to say. Oh yeah, I think it is. He goes. He blows up the Daily Planet. I think Lois dies up in there, and then it's like uh, Superman won't kill Magog as they're fighting, or Superman won't no, kill, the kill the Joker yeah. as, as they're fighting and everything. But then Magog comes onto the scene and blasts and kills uh, the Joker, and everybody celebrates Cheers, everybody Magog, cheers. and they're like, "Oh, he's dope! He's dope! He's dope!" And then Superman's like, what the hell? And then he realizes that the people don't choose him anymore. Yeah. They don't choose his values anymore. They don't, they don't anymore. want that way of They don't want living. that way of, of responsibility of life anymore. They yeah. choose the easy way out, which is, you know, killing somebody. And so he's like, you know what? I'm out. So he goes back to the farm and, and does that farm boy thing or whatever. And just yeah. does his thing. It, it disappears for a while. And everybody's like, that's what all the new superheroes coming up don't have that moral compass. They're like, oh, Superman's old. Which parallels... The state of comics yeah. at that time. Everybody in real life was thinking Superman's old, retire him, get him out of here. Yeah. You want to see young, fresh yeah. characters that are like they have claws and want to kill and will kill you or shoot you or take you down or you know that that are more, that will make those decisions. Yeah. And like Superman is one of those people who's just like I don't kill. It makes sense and it's cool that the fact that he's just like all right, you want that life now, so I'm gone. I'm like out. They, they didn't do some bullshit where like he died or he, nah, or he nah, tried to kill nah, everybody. Nah. So he was just like, all right, what can get rid of Superman? You guys want it? Then later. It lets you know what his purpose is. Like, I'm here for you. Yeah. I'm here with you. But you don't choose me. I'm gone. I got to do my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever that is, I got to do my thing. He's still going to be on Earth. You know, he's just going to be he's in, there. in his uh, but he's just like, fortress you know what? of solitude. He's like, I got it. Yeah. I'm good. You know, unless it really... Unless, that, that's why Wonder Woman is the one that comes back. She's like, you know what? You got to come back, man, because mm -hmm. all these heroes are just acting silly. And you need to we smack need him. you. Yeah, we, we need we, we you. We need you back. We need the old ways he, back. And he's just and like, man, really? You need yeah, me? Yeah, he, he's like, nah. You know what? Get out of here. You and then he mean? looks at that one. Yeah, I don't me. That one moment that's beautifully drawn, where he's just like floating. He's looking at I don't know how many TVs, and it's all the news, and it's all stories of Magog, and like, and the heroes, and all that shit, and like everything's going to hell. Just and, just and that's when Superman's like, all right, I got to come. Him. And when he comes back, it is that Jesus moment. And you're it like, is. oh shit. That's what and, it is. Yeah, like he's that's back. His, that's like, his story. Like yeah. they, when they created 
um, him. He's like, you know, that's what he is. He's yeah. supposed to be that dude who walks the earth and he do amazing things uh, and got here, you know, from, from the heavens. But it's also like, yeah, that's the story. But the fact Here's that Alex Ross was able to make you feel that way, and Mark that, Wade was able to make you feel that. But I, I get what you're no, saying. Yeah, that's a testament to their but there's, there's not a lot of uh, Superman stories that I read that I get that same feeling when he comes no, back. No, that's why when that was right time, right? Yeah, amazing. Was, it, yeah, and to be able to, to, like I said, when it was coming out, the feeling I got when it was coming out, wait, knowing about it, anticipating it, whatever, yeah. it was like. You knew some some gravy was coming on the potatoes. Yeah, right. You knew it was coming out the pipeline, and it was like when it hit, it did not disappoint. Yeah. And when it was done, it left you like, gee, like, like, woo, and you smoke a cigarette. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like it was like for, for for just just great storytelling, just great storytelling, yeah. great art, and you know taking what was there, not changing it, but you know adding to it. Yeah. Using what's there and making the, the flavor just more. It was it was just like it was just, it was smart and it was awesome the fact that they were all older. Because it played perfectly, and it was just they can do what they want. They're yeah. like, you know what? Let's let's let's. They've established their history already, already so now it's their future. You ain't gotta change nothing. All you gotta do is just just tell a story. Like you know, what what do you want? What's what do you want to talk about? And yeah. like I said they had commentary for the state of comics or the state of affair of comics at that time, which was all oh, these young upstart artists. Yeah. Like I said, like Rob Liefeld, Jim Lee, uh, Adele Keown. Um, they was all like, you know, these characters and stories you're telling. Are, are flashy. They're, yeah. they're they're more like you know like you know hardcore and, and cutthroat, which was the sign of the times, you know. Yeah. Um, but these guys were like, you know, we're gonna show you the value of being a, a, a moralistic hero, somebody who's like, what's happening? Yeah. And so in the story, they were just like, you know what? We're gonna bring back the old school because all this new school, y'all y'all badass, y'all doing the, you're doing the thing. But let's do some solid, you know, one two. Yeah. So Alex Ross and Kurt Busiek on this them or, or Mark Wade on this on, yeah. on this book. It just smacking all these young cats with their little like you know like independent you know companies like yeah. you better get this work you know what I mean right, yeah. it, it, like, it was just it was just it's just it just parallel real life it's just Alex Ross in the, the mic. book the story <laughs> you know what I mean like Alex, who's hey when nobody fucking with Alex Ross yeah. you know what I mean and, and it's heyday like this he dropped a book like, dropping this book yeah. everybody knew it was testament yeah. they were like man ain't nobody fucking with Alex Ross it, it, it's just like but so because sophisticated um. Artists was checking for him. Uh, sophisticated sto- storytellers yeah. were checking for the, uh, the story. It was like uh, people who were big fans of classic characters. They just want to see something yes. like, like, like something this, new, something, something fresh. new, something fresh. Yeah. Um, not not too like out the box, but just like it just it was perfect for all all around. All around. I'm sure I'm sure they sold copies out the ass. Oh yeah, reprints sure, out the ass. The toys they like the toys from this alone. Like I said the. the like they did the Alex Ross Kingdom Come toy line. Really? Oh man, it was like the detailing on the the, the, the figures were amazing. It was like the it was like the Tom McFarlane detailing, yeah. where it was just like you know like really nice and sculpted. But then it was just like they were posable and bendable and everything. Yeah. Um, the, the proportions of Alex Ross, they had a weight to them. It was it was very nice. They they they, they were like we gonna put the budget on it because it was they had Alex Ross do the turnarounds for the toy designs. Oh, they did. They didn't have, right. like, some toy company just like, yeah, yeah, that's do our I, take on yeah. it. They had Alex Ross do the designs. They're going to kill Alex, turn them around. So of course, yeah. Put them up and everything. Portions, right? And they, they, woo. That shit was dope. It's just, like, not enough good things you can say about this guy, dude. He's just fucking amazing. It's, it's He's a man. Like, I love his sense of anatomy. Yeah, it's, it's all. Like, like, he would draw, like, his vascularity that he draws on people, the, uh, the, 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 portions he puts on people 
And, it's, and he can do cartoony stuff if he wants to. Yeah. He can do cartoony stuff if he wants to. Like, like his women look strong, feminine, sexy. Um, they, they can look older, younger, makeup, no makeup. Like, like his dudes look like different people. Yeah. But he does have a style that's like, this is this is my style. This is my, my face I can go to. Like, if I ain't got no reference, I know how to make a face. I know how to make it look, and it'll look like that. Yeah. That's every artist. But, man. It's... Well, we don't really, we don't really want to spoil like this book in case you guys want to read it. You should because read because you book. should read it. It's, it's, it's it is the DC Bible, I would say, because just looking at it, you know, they made it look that way. It is this is the one. Get you book, a trade like, of it. Get you the hardback of it. Yeah, get, it's, get you the individual. Get you get you these books, and you sit down and read it. Be prepared for an excellent journey. You know what I mean? Because I know that yeah. comics have changed. I know that uh, the, the the stories have changed. The characters have changed with reboots and everything. But if you want a a, a, a universal and timeless slice of life, a superhero culture, Kingdom Come is what you need to be heading yep. up. Because that shit right there is like, like, like it's all the classicness of, of superheroes. Yeah. When, when superheroes were great. Mixed in with like like some futuristic, you know, this is where it, he gives the, you the fifties, like the fifties style with the futuristic style, which fucking meshes so great, right? Because it's the classic comic. Like I'm looking at this beautiful ass picture of Shazam, Ooh. and it's God, dude, it is. When he comes in and stops Superman, it's from doing with Superman, not Superman out the sky. Boom! Oh. And he just hits him up like bow. That is like the greatest fight I've ever seen drawn on a book. Wow. Like, him and Sh- Superman, Shaz- like I don't want to spoil it because nah, nah. it is but a great you do get fight. A, you do get a but, sense oh, yeah. of like Superman. Oh, power. You, you get, get a sense of, uh, of, of how badass Superman is and how capable Shazam is of doing what he's doing. So it's like because they they they, they match evenly. People are like, oh, they're basically the same dude. Like, nah, yeah, this yeah, fight lets yeah, you know like, like there's a clear difference. Yeah. Like Shazam's like lightning bolts. And, Shazam is magic and Superman is uh, weakness, vulnerable to magic. Weakness to magic. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that Shazam could just beat his ass. Like, no, really no, no. Like I said, it's, it's just that Superman's there's clever. Two, two different, Superman's two clever. people that are fighting. Because he doesn't kill and he is, like, he is super duper powerful. He doesn't want to kill anybody like that. He has yeah. to be more clever. So Superman is way clever. But he, has to, he, he, he can take those punches. And then the, the ending, like, not the ending of the fight, but like the ending, the final pages of the book, I think was something like... It just ended great. It was like <laughs> epic. It's it, it, the start of the start closer. of something new that you wish would continue. In because... the third act, you was like, "Wow, I feel like I was on a roller coaster ride. I've learned. I've grown. I've, we cried. We loved." It's it's basically like if you saw a trilogy of a movie, you know, and, and you, they gave but, you a great ending. Yeah, and they give you the ending that you wanted, and you're like, "This is fucking amazing. This is what it, how it should have ended," even though you didn't even think about that ending. Mm-hmm. You thought about it in some ways, but not in the whole way he turns it out. Right, right. So then, uh, after talking about Kingdom Come, there's another one that I wanted to talk about. And Kingdom Come being DC, this other book I love. It's called Marvels, and of course, made by Marvel. That that, that, that one was, was Alex that Ross one, again. That was his and, first uh, comic book. The writer was, was his first big. Uh, oh, I forget. Comic. I forget the writer's name. Was it wasn't Mark Way? No. What, Kurt Busiek? Yeah, Kurt Busiek. Kurt Busiek. Oh, he's another great... That's why I kept saying him. Because I know that both of those were great runs uh, for Alex Ross. Oh, yeah. Those were his, like, his, his one... He does so much shit. Yep. But it's like his, his one, two punch was like, marbles. Bam! And then it was like, kingdom come. Bam! It was like, damn. They just sprinkled everybody else with, like, those covers and shit. Everything else those, I do. feel, are, like, the two that you have to read from Alex Ross because they're Marvel and DC. But they're the same, but they're different. Like, they're both the outside perspective of 
the the perspective oh, of the third man. Yeah, yeah, because Kingdom Come was told from the perspective of the preacher. Yeah, he saw everything. He was, he was recounting everything he's seeing that's going to lead up to this big cataclysmic event yeah. that was prophesied to him through some dreams and everything. So, th- like, Marvels was, like, all about this reporter. I think it was Ben Urich. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like, he, he's like, all of a sudden, there's this rise. Phil, Phil, I think. Or, or, or Phil something? It's, it's Phil, Phil something, yeah. Okay. Phil something. I, but I it was like, there's a, there's a rise of superhero activity in, in Marvel Universe all of a sudden. So he was there to report. Well, no, it starts, the very first issue, it starts about the creation of the first human torch. Okay. And then, and yeah, then yeah, after yeah. after yeah. that is okay. like when they uh, they show the human torch to the world okay. and everybody's like, wow, real quick. And then they're like, fuck it, burn it, kill it. It's right. a danger to all of us. Right, right. So they bury him and then he gets away. Right. And then um, Namor, this, I call him the Submariner. You call him the Submariner. Yeah, um, one of us will rewrite. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, he comes down and just starts messing up Manhattan, or pretty much Earth. He and then, the surface. Yeah, he starts attacking, and then that's when the Human Torch comes out of his like little cocoon underground and starts to fight, and then like everybody starts to love him. And then um, it tells the story of World War II, I believe. It goes it goes through on World War II to um, 2000-something, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's all his story from when he's in his 20s, when he's just a up-and-coming reporter. Reporting and he, and he even works with a, a young J. Jonah Jameson yeah. as his buddy. Yeah. Like, that's pretty funny yeah. that he yeah. did all that. Yeah. But it's, um, dude, it's just, again, beautifully drawn. It's the, the parts that like freaking messed me up was the when he... I think they're like eight issues, mm-hmm. but they're all like part one, part two, and then part two, part one, part two, part two, something like that. Okay. Yeah, he has them weird. I but, read them as they collected. So they oh, yeah, I, I read them single issue. Okay. But um, the X-Men, when he gets to the X-Men and that Ooh, little know, girl, right? yeah. like that poor little girl yeah, who like yeah. everybody just wants to kill because yeah. she's different, she's a mutant. Yeah. And then Phil's daughters take her in. And then Phil even, like, the first time he Phil's sees the forward. X-Men, throws a brick at, I think, Bobby. Oh, okay. And then, like, I think Bobby was like, oh, I'm going to do something. And yeah. then you hear Scott going, like, they're not worth it. And then, then, like, Phil's head, he's like, what does he mean? Yeah. They're not worth it. Yeah. They're not worth it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, have, are, are the mutants really here to kill us? Or mm. are they just a natural uh, evolution? And, right. And stuff? Like, he, Alex Ross. Yeah, and, he posed and, that yeah. first question. Like, what's, what's up? The way he drew it is amazing. And then the writer of, uh, I keep forgetting his name. Kurt, Kurt Busey. Yeah, Kurt Busey. Yeah. yeah. He just also was just amazing at the way he wrote. And then uh, when he introduced uh, Captain America, and it was like, those are our boys. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. And then, like, how quickly they turned on them. And then yeah. it was it was awesome. It was like... It was getting to show, like, how how, the, how humans, the human, yeah. the human uh, temperature dealing with uh, the superhero community with the and marbles. activity. With the Marvels. Yeah. Like I say, so basically, like, starting with... Uh, the Human Torch and Submariner and the Fantastic Four and X-Men and the Hulk and Avengers and showing like the first appearance, like like the news crew getting on the set, yeah, yeah. taking pictures, being like, what's happening? When he did, what was it? But the, uh, the way when he did the, up, the upshot of Giant Man, of Giant Man yeah, yeah, that's what I was, that was when yeah. I was just like, Jesus. Yeah. I was like, damn, that, that, that's a great shot. As yeah. an artist, that's a great shot. It's like, I, I, I'm like, you, you, you telling me the story again because you read it more recently than I did. Yeah. But I'm remembering all the feeling that I got from reading it. It's yeah, like when yeah, you read yeah. a good book like that, it hits you in your heart. It hits you in your stomach he, he and does, you remember that shit. That, that and book, that was one of those shots. That book is amazing because it does it where like Phil is in like the greatest moments of 
the Marvels history. And the Marvels is what he calls all the superheroes. Because mm-hmm. he doesn't call them mutants, X-Men, or whatever. He, he they don't know. He said, those terms were yeah, invented. They don't, they don't know. Marvels. But he, yeah, he called them Marvels because that's what they were. He marveled at them. They were just Marvels. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, wow, they, mm-hmm. they were gods to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But they weren't. They were all regular men. Yeah. So, like, uh, the first one, he tells the Human Torch and the Submariner. And then the second one, I believe, is the Captain America story, he tells. And then the third one is he introduces the X-Men a little. Uh, I'm forgetting about the Fantastic Four one, mm-hmm. but he does a Fantastic Four in Galactus, which, oh my God, the way he draws when Galactus. He, he, he made it feel like, surfer, he made it, it was, feel like aliens were invading. Yeah. He yeah. made it feel like, like Everybody this is was scared and doomsday. Which, yeah. it's, just, it's like, it's like if you think that a giant humanoid in the sky is corny in, in the movies or whatever, yeah. this book makes you feel like there's no other way he can be shown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Alex Ross had that, had that ability. Mark Ray. Or, or Kurt Busey set that scene up so perfectly for yeah. Mark to like, or for Alex to, uh, to execute, where it's like you feel that Galactus is about to set up and eat the planet. He, yeah, he was setting and, up and the planet. He was setting up the planet. For, for, for being in the streets. It was all the like cosmic power that he was throwing. It was like you saw it in his fingertips. He was throwing like fireballs at Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer just dodging it. Uh, yeah. Mr. Fantastic is stretching. He's turning into a ball. Um, it wasn't even like extra crazy, like hyper. Tech laser beams, yeah, something that looks like super scientific. Weird, he was just like it's a giant dude shooting fire out of his fingers yeah. at, the, at a stretchy dude, yeah. And you feel it, you feel it like wow, because you know? the way he does it is that like classic panel thing where like you're talking to somebody and then you see the action, and then you're talking to somebody again, and then you see the action again. Like yeah. it was, it's cool how they did that. And then, like, at the end, where all the humans were like, oh, it was a hoax. The Fantastic Four made it up. It's like, ah, uh, it makes you as a reader, like, fuck you, humans. Right, like, right. Like, you guys suck, man. Yeah. If I if I live in a world of Marvels, I'd fucking marvel at them. Like, that would be awesome. Right? It's It makes you feel like like a reader or yeah. a fan reading the book, but it makes you pick a side without, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like oh, would I be the bad guys or the good guys? It's like, the humans, they're not the bad guys, but it's like, they're the bad guys. Like, oh. I don't want to be a human. We're, we're, we're scared of anything that's you know different. I mean? Y'all some, you know? so some bitches. Yeah. So it's like that part, especially when how he drew that, where he's like, they're not worth it. That really like got me. I was like, mm. wow, like that is powerful. Yeah, it is. Because it's just... It makes you think. It's a... You don't even see the X-Men really, like the way Alex Ross drew it, where like they're all shadows kind of, and you see the red visor of uh, Ooh, Cyclops, Cyclops. and I then know. it's like a red it's background, just, and then it's just the powerful words of, they're not worth wow. it. Wow. And, and it, I was like, oh, like, I'm, getting, get I'm getting goosebumps right now, dude. You don't even get to yeah, see Yeah, you don't even them. see him, but you see the, all the X-Men, but the shadowies. Wow. And it's the like... The silhouette of yeah, X-Men, it's, and Cyclops, and it's like, they're all under, aren't they like a, a, a rubble or... They're enclosed where it's like his visor is lighting them all up or something a little no, bit. No, no, it's it's like the background is all red because they're at night just walking around and okay. the humans start throwing stuff at them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so you right. just see the silhouette of them. Okay. But, but you see the red vi- you see the yeah. visor and you see the red light. The, yeah. Just a little red yeah. teeth, like, you know, that yeah. little twinkle that yeah. he has. Yeah. And then it just says, they're not worth it. And then Phil's face is like, like what? Damn. Like, damn, dude. He dissed us. Yeah, and at the same time, I was like, you know what? I agree. Right. It's like, you, you're going to keep the X-Men like this? Especially yeah. the way you drew that little girl, because that little girl looks very alienish, but yeah. she's a mutant. Yeah, she's a mutant. But she yeah. had a big head and everything. Yeah, yeah but, but you know, you can be scared of it, but it's... We, we fear anything that doesn't look like us. It's like yeah. black people and white people. Having beef because white black white people like y'all don't look like us, y'all darker y'all darker than us. Yeah. And they're like, well I'm like we beefing like yo, y'all pimped us, you know, y'all, <laughs> right? y'all whipped us and pimped us for a long ass time, but you know, whatever about that. Yeah, but it's it's the like yeah, that's the thing with like Alex Ross is he can capture those moments and make you feel like that's awesome. And then at the I believe the last two issues are freaking amazing because they're the Spider Man, they're the Gwen Stacy story. Mm. He tells them they don't show the death of uh, Captain Stacy. 
but it's already established and Phil is like trying to look into it because Jay Jonah is just uh, blaming Spider-Man for the murder. Yeah. And Phil is like, I want to do something for these people. I want to help them. Right. And anyway, Kenny's like, and I'm going to fucking um, get Spider-Man off the hook for the murder of Captain Stacy. Mm. So he tries to, he goes to visit um, Octopus in the jail mm -hmm. and then Octopus just tells him like pretty much that, yeah, he did it. But mm. not in like I did it kind of way. Like yeah, he confessed. Yeah. He confessed with was like you know. Yeah. Clever. And, clever. and Phil was like, dude, like I can't do anything with that. So like, what the hell? So he starts following like, uh, not following, but contacting Gwen Stacy. He has like a little relationship with her, not like sexual or anything, but just like a yeah, they become, like, they become yeah, they just become friends. Yeah. yeah, and the like they talk about uh, Spider Man, and she says like how she used to hate him in the beginning because of his dad, but then she doesn't because she actually thinks that he tried to help. Mm -hmm. And then even the cops were like, oh, we don't think he did it. He's like, it's the the way he died was pushed, like the brick was pushed. It wasn't like Spider Man and that did it so right. he's trying to find a way and then there's like that one scene where i just hate the fact that anytime gwen stacy is on because i know it's gonna happen i know it's gonna lead up to her death and no matter how many times you like if you do it and you do it shitty i don't care but right. I, the way alex ross did it i fucking i dreaded it i don't want to turn that next page and be like oh my god oh my you god gonna happen. but yeah you see that part where phil was like gonna meet gwen because she's supposed to give him her dad's um like that diary mm-hmm and he goes, calls her, nothing's there. He goes to Parker's house to visit, to see if he, if she's there. And then you just see the goblin take her. Ooh. And then boom, and it goes. And then all of a sudden he sees Spider-Man swinging by. And he's like, all right, take me to wherever they're going. Right, right. Follows him to the bridge. He's at a good distance, but he has the camera so he can see everything with the lens. Mm -hmm. And then you just see the fight and everything. And then you see the fall and you're like, no. And then you see Spider-Man do it. He does that, the web grabs her by the leg and you see the neck just snap. snap. And then yeah. like, boom. And then Phil's just like, whoa. Yeah. And the way that Alex Ross just drew it was like, whoa, like it's powerful. It gets you invested. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, fuck, dude. Like, Even though you know it's coming. Yeah, you knew it was coming, but like, I think that's with any great writer artist is you know it's coming, but it still fucking gets you. Like the death of uh, Bruce, or I mean, Thomas and Martha Wayne. Yeah, um, The yeah. destruction of Krypton, yeah. any origin story, the death of Uncle Ben. Yeah. It, we know it, but if you do it right, it'll still get us in the chest. Right, you know? right. When, when the, and I think with Alex Ross, when he does it, it's like he was with to show a different angle. Yeah. That's necessarily the same angle that was drawn before. Because you're used to the like the point of view of the superhero. Right. Because you're used to Spider-Man's point of view of Gwen Stacy's death. Right, right. And in Marvel's, you're used to Phil, who was like uh, becoming a friend of hers, mm -hmm. and how devastated he was. And then how he just was like, after that, was like, I'm not into this anymore. Right. You know, I right. lost the magic because I lost a friend. Shit got to real. That. Yeah. And, it's, it's like, and you know what? Like, it got real for him. But I will say that um, the death of Gwen Stacy was the first time that somebody's loved one, like a superhero's loved one, yeah. got, got died. Because before that, none of them ever, like, if, you know, none of them ever died. Like, say, Clark Kent, uh, Superman had the Lois Lane. Yeah. He was always there. She could be on the other side of the planet. He'd hear her and be like, oh, I'm going to save her from whatever. Right? He just never lost. Like, uh, Dude, um, Wally West. Uh, not Wally, was it? Bar Barry Allen. Yeah. Uh, his girl was always uh, there. Yeah, uh, and then, Doris? Uh, or what was her name? Doris. I think, was it Doris? Or Iris West. Iris, Iris. Yeah. yeah. Iris. And it's like um, uh, Green Lantern yeah. uh, with his girlfriend. Like, you know, everybody's girlfriend was always safe. And saved by the superhero, but when Gwen Stacy died, yeah. it was the first time in comics that, that threw the rule book out. Like, yo, yo, you can not be there in time to save your girlfriend. Yeah. They, they should be real. Yeah, and then and, 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 you know, it was like, well, and it's like I know this because of um, it's fucked up though that they killed the dad comics first. Explained, and then big, they up, her. big up to Big Rob on Comics Explained. <laughs> Love your shit, homie. I like your boy, but um, yeah, 
he, he it's like that was the first time. So after that, all the rules were out, out yeah. the window. So for Alex Ross to be able to take and capture that moment in Kingdom Come is like that's those are the, that's one of the pivotal moments in comic history and in the Marvel universe. Yeah. So it being in the Mar in the Marvel's book and story or whatever was like. You gotta tell it, and then you gotta hit it up right. And Alex Ross is the man to hit it up right. His style was a little rougher back then, like it, it being some of his first yeah. works in comics. You know, uh, like you know, like his, his first mainstream works in comics. Um, it was a little rougher, but it was you saw the all the the, the ability was there. So yeah. the capture the, the the ability to capture life to make a moment like seem like epic you know what i mean like yeah, you pick yeah. those shots like I said, to put the camera under giant man walking over the street that's dope that's clever that's just like amazing like and it's one of those things where like as as a regular real person trying to take a picture somebody yeah. walk over you you're like let me hit the nuts yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it's just like <laughs> but for them him to capture it right and be like damn it's just in a comic book yeah. so when you turn the page and you be like I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Alex Ross will give you those moments. Yeah, you know, he's deep too. He's clever. He's deep. He takes it there. Like I said, when you look like um at this dynamic studios art book that he did, like I know we talked about it a little bit, but like his Oh yeah, his Rich Sonia. He did his Rich Sonia. Oh, he did some Game of Thrones stuff. Game of Thrones stuff. I'm like uh Tonto and Lone Ranger. Damn. You know, Zorro. That Tarzan or the, and, and then, um, John, John, John Carter, Carter Mars, yeah. yeah, you know, Captain America, I mean, and the Invaders, and everything. So like you know, Iron Man, like so when he did, dude, those are just so they had yeah. the um, the Mighty Avengers, which was like uh, Luke Cage, that was, and Captain Marvel, I think that was the Mighty, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Ares and Wolverine, when Wolverine and Spider Man were on the group, yeah, having to go back in time to fight the uh, old school Invaders, and now the Charles did the coverage for him. Amazing stuff. I know he's still doing the the amazing Spider-Man coverage now. Yeah, because I've been looking at those. And like those are some nice ass covers that he's just been doing, man. The color schemes, though, like like just the way he draws. Whoever them. taught him, man, is like I want to see that stuff. Yeah, I wonder who was. Like, who, yeah, yeah, whoever taught him, I wonder who did that. I know Alex Toth. Uh, was one of his favorite artists, dude, who designed all of Hanna Barbera's. Uh, oh really? Like like the Herculoids and like um, all those old school like Birdman. And yeah. Blue Fox, all the, Alex, Alex Toth. That, that explains the, the classic, like, the, yeah, the, 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 the classic retro. Video. Yeah, the '50s style yeah. that just fits perfectly with anything. But he's classically trained, I guess, where he's like, yeah, I learned to draw fabrics and appreciate hair, and appreciate anatomy, appreciate, oh yeah, you know, everything, emotion, be able to capture that moment. And and, and and none of his posters, none of his covers repeat. None of, and then when they do, it's for a reason. It's yeah. a theme, you know. But when he does, every time he draws anything, it's just like, it just do effects. His his name or I always loved. It's just. Draws he, him like he draws him with that like face that, that, that he's just looking down on everybody. That arrogance. Yeah, yeah. Like that Jack Kirby arrogance. He that, does that, it like fuck you humans. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you guys are just surface like me, dwellers. I, and I love it. It's fucking oh, dude, it's just awesome. Very epic. I want to eat it. <laughs> you know, like, wait, well, he he can draw the Human Torch on fire, look fire looking like fire. Yeah, because he's the type of artist to go through and like study and be like. Mm, but you still see the emotion, which orange. is like cool. Like you, you yeah. he's on fire. And you can barely barely see the face, but it's you, like, you still like, can. Like, you can it's, see like, it's like a photo negative yeah. that he put on fire, but he, he did the knowledge of like, how can I draw that? Yeah. You know, so it's like taking a reverse of a photo and then making it on fire. It's just even the way he draws Captain America, like you, you see the little like scales and yeah. everything. Like, 
Like it's very, it's the attention to detail was crazy. His his solo project, or not solo project, his end uh, from Dynamite Studios was a uh, it's called Project oh, yeah, Superpower. Yeah. And so he designed all those characters. I love those. those old school ass. looking. And I think the story was supposed to be something like um, yeah, Pan- all of the characters got trapped in Pandora's jar. Or, you know, she had a vase or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. like that. I, well, I, only, I only read the first one, but yeah, I remember it was something like that. Yeah. And then, um, it was, like, one of them is Terror. I guess his name is Terror. The yeah. other one was, uh, dude, they're like old school. Black Terror uh, and the Death Defying Devil, I think. He took, like, some old school... I think Dynamite had the, the right to do to some old school characters really? back in the back in the day type situation, like right back when the Phantom was, you know, wearing purple yeah, and yeah, skull yeah. rings. But it's like I think they, they got some rights to some of those characters, or he just got the chance to design some of those characters that look just like them. Yeah. But in his story, it was like all of them got trapped in uh, a jar, which was Pandora's box or you know jar or urn. Yeah. By um, a character named uh, I forgot his like he was old he got old. He's like the patriot, like a patriot dude or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like later they, they they all get freed, and it's like they come back for like you know like revenge and have to you know like deal with a bunch of like the change in time, the new stuff, yeah. The, the, you know like how they uh where they've been at, their life is passing by, their yeah. family and everything, you know, just all just they've been locked the fuck up, you know, and now they got to come back out. And it's like he like I forgot why he uh it's like the character the fighting, the, the fighting yeah. yank was the one who locked them up because he was one of the good guys. I forgot why he locked them up. I gotta read those books. Like, I think I got a, I have a lot of them or all of them. <laughs> I, I gotta go through my long boxes, son. Huh? Like, I, like, I love this type of shit. I, like, I read these ones on, um, what is it, Comixology, because they had the, the first volume, or the first issues for free. Mm-hmm. So I remember getting them, and yeah, like, I was interested, and I wanted to just keep reading them. They were characters that he designed back in the day as a kid. That's awesome. <laughs> he drew them he drew back in the day, uh... With the Garfield eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They only yeah. like John. They like John from It's from all Garfield. John from Garfield, but different superhero costumes. And they were like his versions of classic superheroes back in the day. Yeah. And then he got the chance to draw them all over nowadays for uh, this book. This book. It, like I said, the characters look so dope. They look retro. They look fresh. They look old school, but like still new. Yeah. Like I can believe them. I can see people wearing these outfits now. It has a, 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 a classic, you know, flair. I hate that DC got rid of that. I hate that people... You know, don't do that anymore. Like for myself, they'll, try probably, to... they'll probably will come back, man. Because it's always like in cycles. Mm, is it true? True. You never know. Maybe I, I... there'll be like a run or something. You know. I think, you know, and I think there'll probably be the situation that right now in our society is established that if you do anything cosplay, dress up as superhero type yeah. thing, you wear the underwear on the outside. Yeah. You know, you're doing like, you know, I'm wearing my underwear on the outside. Yeah, it's kind of yeah, goofy yeah, yeah. now because like people don't get the reference from before. Yeah, like it's so authentic, right? <laughs> So it's like, you know, and the reason why people put the underwear on the outside before is because the circus strongman used to wear that type yeah. of gear. And so they were like, Superman was like, yeah, we're going to swoop that outfit. And well, yeah, put on the, the strongman was an influence in Superman, right? Like, oh, of course. That's what they were modeling they were from. Just, they were just kids, you know, Joe Schuster and uh, Siegel. Mm-hmm. And they were just... Some young bucks doing a dang Yeah, thing. and just anything Crazy that they... Character. Yeah, anything that just got inspired. They were like, all right. And the strongman was one of them, so they put the underwear and then the S, and it's like... Boom, there you go. It was a rap, son. That's Super what they man. did. That's what they did. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Are, so, we, are we, uh... Well, yeah, we're, we're pretty much done. Okay, wow. We tried, nice, we nice talked, we came, we talked, we conquered. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, get the chance, you have to check out, uh, Kingdom Come. Kingdom and Come and Marvels. And check out Marvels. Um, those are excellent reads, because they're mind-blowing situations. Like I said, classic, universal, timeless slices of life. 
from uh, superhero culture. I think those two books should be freaking uh, required reading at a college. They uh, are. Watch, uh, Watchmen well, too. I, I mean, Watchmen is, is, but but like, like yeah, yeah, Kingdom they, Come definitely should be, and Marvel should be too. Like, it's just, they, yeah, they're just different. They're this, like I said, they're the they're same, but they're about different. People, like yeah. I said, they're not just about like you know Superman wearing something. It's just like no, these are commentary on on people where we're at in in the place in in real life. Yeah. You know, they parallel, like I said, not knowing that, the history and story behind the story. Yeah. Like when you put two and two together, it just makes more sense and becomes a, a better picture. So like, yeah, like, like I said, Kingdom Come paralleling the, the industry at the time where yeah. the image uh, with all like the new upstart motherfuckers and, and not caring about them, you know, the, the yeah, morals they characters were questionable. Yeah. And DC was like, you know, well, we got all these classic characters. They were like, yeah, let's bring them back and show them why yeah. you need a Superman, why you need a Wonder Woman, why, you, why they don't kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it important not to kill? Why those morals are so important why for that character that? in why that we world? Need why we, that. Yeah, why we need no, all that? Man. Because without that is that's how you got Kingdom Come. Without yeah, without and, that yeah, we yeah. have what we got now. And like our society needs more love and more tolerance and more understanding and knowledge, you know, and morals now more than ever. Yeah. So that's the same thing with the Marvels. It also also discusses the same thing. It's just different companies, uh, same artists, different writers. But Years later too. Like he did. Yeah. He did. King, he did Marvels. Uh, ooh, what was that? 90s? No, 90s? 2000? Early? Uh, Kingdom Come, I believe, was like early 2000. Uh, Marvels would have probably been like 90s. Maybe late 90s? Late, it'd be late 90s then. Yeah. yeah. You guys got to pick it up. I mean, we can't say enough good things about it. The man, his art. Google him. Yeah, just Google him. Just look Google at, look at the just, stuff. Just, just check out his pictures. Like, he, like, his pencil drawings are amazing. Then, like, he, when he paints them, I think he uses, like, wash, which is like a transparent. Um, colorized ink. Yeah. So then it's like he, he, he paints with he paints uh, the original. So get, like it gives it that awesome like that painted realistic. Yeah, it's just like, crazy. But, like, but he knows how to make things glow. Yeah. He knows how to uh, he understands like you know um, the reverse of the negative reverse of, of, yeah. of a photograph and be able to implement that into his art style. He understands the flow of cloth, hair, you know, face, muscle, structure. People looking different. He understands it all pretty much. Wow. <laughs> Age, young, beauty. I can go on and on. And not only that. He's, he's just he's just so creative. Yeah. Like like, damn. <laughs> well, guys, on that note, things over. <laughs> um, this has been I Am Comics Podcast Episode Thirteen. You can find us on Facebook, Google, uh, Facebook. Freak, I always get Google. confused, man. It's Facebook, Google. Instagram, Twitter, and you can listen to us Google. on iTunes, yeah. Google, Google Play Music, yeah. and SoundCloud. Um, I'm Josh Casper, and this is. The Bizarre Mumble Jumbo, a.k.a. J.J. Kirby, College of Peoples. All right, guys, read on.